back, Giants fans, to the latest edition of the Big Blue UK and Ireland podcast. Believe it or not, we are still 67% British, 33% Irish, but definitely 100% Giants. I'm Dan, as usual, joined by Shane and Kev to talk about Giants camp, which is well underway and things are hotting up as we get closer to the first pre-season game next weekend, lads. How are you doing? Yeah, not too bad. Feels a bit different from an episode about was it two, three weeks ago when we were absolutely sweltering and struggling with the heat. And now I look at my window, it's absolutely throwing it down in glorious Birmingham. I think that might say more about okay. Birmingham than anything else. Um, but yeah, last weekend without any Giants football technically, so let's get it out of the way. Let's get hit in the season. Yeah, I can't believe it's, we're, we're, we're really close now, lads. We can feel it. And like, you know, the podcast is coming along nicely. I'm really looking forward to getting into the meat of it with the games coming up. You know, we've I think we've formed a good team here, but don't worry, there'll be no scuffs on this team. Don't worry. But uh, yeah, looking forward to actually seeing some football soon. Yeah, get in. Can't wait. Just roll on, roll on next weekend. Um, playing the Jets, which is always interesting. Um, but I'm just looking forward to seeing the, uh, the roster depth mainly next weekend, seeing who gets some good reps on the field. Um, obviously Shane you said it's chucking down with rain there well, it's been beautiful sunshine here all day and it's about 25 degrees so it's actually been a really hot day today um, so <laughs> I am quite warm Saturday today <laughs> again um, but nowhere near as hot as it was last a few weeks back obviously as I said we're bringing you everything camp related this week including roster moves standout performances what we think of camp so far etc um, but before we get into that just want to thank all those who've listened to us followed us and interacted with us over the last four months. Uh, we really do appreciate it, um, and we really appreciate the love from you all as well. Um, hopefully we've kept you going throughout the off-season, and now that we're just over a month away from week one, we hope that you continue listening, and you continue interacting, and you continue following. Um, and also spread the word as well. Um, if you've got friends or colleagues who are Giants fans, let them know about us. Or someone who likes listening to podcasts, let them know, tell them about ours. Spread the big blue UK and Ireland word um, because we can only do so much. Um, so it'd be great if you guys could spread the word too. And let us know what you like, let us know what you don't like. Um, and we'll take that feedback on board and uh, and, and, and sort of put that into, into future episodes, like what you like and what you don't. And obviously, like the main event this week, really, there's only one real thing we can talk about, and it's training camp. Um, it's in full swing we're now into full padded practice as well which is uh, another sort of big step in the right direction um, there's obviously been quite a few roster moves uh, in the last week or so which we said we knew there was going to be um, for those that have sort of listened as we've gone through this journey in the off season we did say there was going to be ro- plenty of roster moves in training camp and uh, that's sort of and that's that trend's carried on um, so Kev's just going to go through the roster moves that have been made in the last week briefly. Uh, so over to you, mate. Yeah, so, um, you know, obviously we always say at um, the end of the roster turns over and we get a lot of ins and outs, um, certain players coming in, certain players going out. You know, we've talked about um, uh, running back Weber's come in, uh, defensive back Peter's come in. Um, we have signed um, Willis, a wide receiver, Um but we did sign Trey um, Davis, linebacker, played for the Broncos on Saturday, and he ended up retiring yesterday. Um, I, I, I think, you know, just the, the, the tight ship Joe Judge is running and the way he's uh, running his practices, um, maybe it wasn't for him. And also Looney, the centre who played under Garrett at the Cowboys, he signed a few days ago and... Um, it turns out he's retired um, just this afternoon, Wednesday evening. So, um, but I do believe his was um, his agent came out uh, about an hour ago and said um, it was his body. He came into camp, and um, he just, you know, he just felt his body couldn't go through another NFL season um, after doing the training. So, um, he's he's obviously retired today. Um, Alfred Morris, a familiar face to us, has been re-signed. Um, you know, I think that's just a matter of a case of obviously with Saquon um, hoping held back throughout preseason, that just extra body to come in who knows the system, um, being able to help with reps during um, preseason. 
um, yeah, so a few little ins and outs here and there, but um, you know, the 90 man roster is so fluid and we'll always, um, you'll see guys cut loose from other teams, you might join us. Um, but um, you know, we'll get into the 53 man roster after a couple of preseason games um, and see where we stand in. Cool, thanks, man. Obviously, um, big news as well. Blake Martin has obviously reinstated off the COVID nineteen reserve list, which is good. Which is good to see. Obviously, we want to see him in practice with the defense. Um, it's good to see the captain back and healthy and on the field. Um, so, what have you made of camp so far? Really, like, what's what's really stood out for you guys? Um, I think there's a, there's a few things that have stood out. It, it feels like it's been quite an event for camp and we're only what is it four four or five days in um it just makes me wish that the giants would get a grip and put us on hard knocks because it would have been absolutely awesome you know you've got the kelvin right. benjamin stuff you've got the stuff that happened yesterday you've got players being signed and then retiring i'd have just absolutely loved it like hard knocks would have been quality i don't think a, a team's had as much of an interesting training camp as we have i find it interesting as well that um you know, the teams wear tops for training camp. They've got a little bit of a slogan on it. Well, ours is fight. So <laughs> I just find that a little bit yesterday <laughs> as well. Um, I definitely want me yeah, one of them. Yeah, yesterday, right? <laughs> yeah. For those who don't know what Shane is talking about, we had a full-on team brawl at practice yesterday. Offence against defence, where um, running back... Um, I was going to come on to that Clement. shortly. Let's go, let's go into it now. Let's talk Excuse about me. that. Yeah, so, so you know, Clement... Um, had a nice little run. He got popped by who was it? McKinney. McKinney, was, yeah. McKinney gave him a nice first, but then that, that, that confirmed it was McKinney that um, laid him out. Yeah, McKinney. Then, it was a nice shoulder, nice shoulder pop. You know, it was a, it was a healthy, good old-fashioned hit. Um, and then, yeah, they just got into it. You know, Evan Ingram pushed McKinney. Yeah. Logan Ryan pushed Ingram in the back, knocked him over, and then all hell ensued. Um, so yeah, so with, with so, Daniel Jones ending up at the bottom of the pile, <laughs> but do you Kenny Wiggins? Oh, I know you really don't want you really don't want your QB at the bottom of the you pile. You don't want to be here, yeah, exactly. Because you know, that's his team, that's his teammates. He wants to get stuck in like an old school bundle and wanting to make a big scene of it. I love and the I, fact how Kenny Wiggins went straight in, and picked him out, and dragged him out to get him away from it all. Yeah, that's some old line protection right there. Yeah, I, I, I do wonder as well which Giants put player on the roster would have been the one who just seen it and just thought, yeah, I'm just getting on top of this pile on and just make money. And just <laughs> on top of it. There's always that one person, if not more. Just run and jump on top, yeah. To be fair, that would probably be me. If I, was I mean, team. I mean, like, obviously, like, we laugh, joke about it, right? Um, you know, no one was heard from it, which was good. Um, but, but, you know, like, you look at some of the things that comes out of it and that's like, there's real fire there. Right. I don't know if I don't know if um, the Giants have had that fire um, in the last few years, but there just seems to be that now. And like and like Joe jo, jo, George tore them a new one. I mean, apparently he was there for fifteen minutes. Everyone was dead silent because obviously the respect they have for him, dead silent, and he's just barraging them with f bombs and just really ripping into them. And then he made them run like I think it was eight hundred meters. Sh- um, uh, runs of the pitch with 20 press-ups in between each run like proper killed them for it like and, and like, big, that's what's and like saying, yeah, yeah exactly but also like you know the players come out afterwards and said as well you know you can't do that because you do that that's penalties on the field Absolutely. i mean that's people ejected penalties on the field you're giving up a uh, position like so 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 you know it's a good learning it's a it's nice to see the fire but also it's a good learning um thing as well where you know, you can't. You need to keep your head cool because when you're out there, you know, you can't do anything to harm the team. Yeah. But um, I wouldn't be surprised if Joe Judge secretly or to his coaches um, was a little bit like, yeah, we needed that. Do you know what I mean? And so it'll be also interesting to see the joint practices that we have coming up as well because I believe we have joint practices with the Browns and the Patriots. Yeah, um, practice, yeah. yeah so that'd be a good opportunity as well to, to hit people who aren't your teammates. And obviously, um, again, we should have said at the beginning, it was the first day of full pads as well. It was the first day that these guys have been in full pads since the end of last season. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Obviously, it all the news broke. Was it, was it yesterday? Was it the day before yesterday? I can't remember. Um, yesterday, and obviously, like everyone's making a big deal of it. Like you know, Giants, Giants gonna giant. You know, 
fighting each other on the practice field even before the season starts. But you know what? I actually quite like that it happened. Like you said, Kevin, it just shows that fire in their bellies. It actually, you know what? It's it's one of those things that, like you said, coach dealt with it. We've moved on. That's the end of it. And after you, after the news broke about it, the only real thing you saw after it was a little bit of detail about what happened and what Coach Judge said to him about it. And then after that, it's a case of, right, that's behind us. Let's move forward. Um, you know, there's no doubt the dedication of players or coaches or anything. Yeah, it wasn't pretty to watch at the time. Um, but what people, I think, what people fail to understand as well, which each unit, so whether it's a defense or it's the offense, each one is a team in a team. So you've got the full roster, you've got the full team, and then you've got you got either side, you've got the offense, defense. And whatever whatever happens, you're going to back your teammates. And on that defense, every pers- every player on that defense is going to back the defense. Every player on the offense is going to back the player on the offense. And so they're going to, of course, they're gonna, like, you know, McKin- McKinney's hitting um, Corey Clement. Of course, Evan Engram's going to react. If it's, if it's a, you know, whether it's a, a bad hit or not, we haven't seen the footage of it. But of course, Evan Engel is going to react. You know, if he if he deems it to be a hard hit or a, you know, whether it's helmet to helmet or what, I don't know. Obviously, it probably wouldn't have been because it was wasn't in full pads. But you know, they're going to back their teammate, whatever happens. Um, and so you want to see that real team spirit from everyone. And I think we saw that yesterday. Um, it's one teammate standing up for another. So yeah, that, I I like that it happened. And I like the way it was dealt with. Yeah, coach obviously punished them by giving them shuttle runs and press-ups in between, which they probably all deserved. You know, if I was the head coach, I'd probably do the same. It'd be the case of, you've messed up. This is your punishment. Deal with it. Um, but no, I'm I'm happy with that. You know, it, they're, they're, there's jobs on the line, you know, at the end of the day. There's 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 90 men in that on that roster. Only 53 are going to make the team. Yeah, I think and Logan Ryan put it perfectly as well in, in an interview he did. Like, obviously, just paraphrasing here, basically he says, this team's, these players are tired of losing. This team's tired of losing. The ownership is tired of losing. You know, for me, again, it goes back to like not being able to, not seeing the fire for, for a few years. But also like, there's a bit of pride now. There's a bit of like, hold on a minute. We, we're the New York football giants. Like, we, oh. we, we need to win games. So, you know, so, so, you know, and that just boiled over a little bit. So, again, while you don't want to see it, you know, on chances of people getting hurt, you know, it shows that it means something to these players. Yeah, obviously, if someone did get hurt, it would be different. It would be a different story altogether. And we'd be like, um, you know, looking into why why did that happen? Like the guy for, for Carolina um, that got cut. He literally like it was a, a real hard hit on one of the one of their receivers, and I he got cut straight away. I seen that video yesterday, and there wasn't. I don't think there was enough. In, it wasn't a horrendous hit, though, was it? Say again, sorry. It wasn't a horrendous hit, though, was it? It was. No, it was a hard no, hit. But it wasn't. I it was it. I was like, there's nothing really in that, to be honest. And I, I thought it was. It was quite a good. Old. It was. It it was good. A good old fashioned, good old shoulder pop. A good like shoulder to shoulder. Nice, well-timed connection. Like, I mean, you could tell it was a hard hit, but yeah, there's nothing, nothing over the top about it. Yeah, and then he goes and gets cut literally straight away from that. He's like marched off the marched off the field and see you later, mate. And it's like I thought that that was a bit harsh, but hmm. the Panthers player. Oh, yeah. Panthers player, yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy who made that tackle got cut. Um, but just one thing, I don't, I don't know if you've ever seen it, touching on the punishments and the sprints. Um. Our boy Saquon took part in the sprints and he Ooh. was at the sprints pretty much all the way through. So hopefully that's a, a positive sign. I know I keep talking about is he gonna is he gonna play? Is he gonna be good to go week one? I think the, he's gonna be good to go week one without a doubt. He was yeah. surrounding the I don't want to call it a brawl, because to me a brawl means like flat out punching and everything. I think nah. I think the word yeah. Yeah. Rated a little bit, uh, probably more of a scuffle in, in my opinion. Scuffle, I was going to say, yeah, yeah. Um, but Saquon was apparently sort of on the on the edge of the scuffle. Didn't get him too involved, which is why I like to hear. I don't want him getting no. sucked into it and getting the injury. Um, but yeah, during the during the sprints that we're doing, he was seen at the front of all the sprints. He was also. Um, I've seen a lot of footage of him. Um, 
because obviously a lot of beat writers can't publish anything during during the workouts and stuff but they obviously afterwards they can um there's been a few sneaky videos of of saquon like and I, saquon's probably done this on purpose wearing all white giants tracksuit type thing so he, he stands out you can see where saquon is at any point when you're looking out but he was off to the back doing full full sprints in a straight line yes i didn't see much cutting in it but he was carrying the ball it was full straight ahead full sprints so um, it just fills us with a bit of optimism that, yeah, you know, they don't like putting time frames on it, do they? But, you know, he's definitely moving in the right direction. Yeah, that's good news. Um, I, I'm, I'm encouraged that he's he's uh, he's been part- participating in some form of practice, whether it's just, you know, sprinting up and down in straight lines and is getting his... Um, getting his... He's building up that sort of resistance in his ACL and it's building up that... Yeah, definitely. It's, that's going to be part of his rehab. Um, and you've also seen you've also seen clips of him um, of him jumping up and down when like receivers make good catches and stuff like that. You've seen him on the sidelines sort of celebrating, you know, and like I said, jumping up and down and running around and stuff. So yeah, I mean, like it all seems to be really good signs. Yeah, because what 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 happens sometimes is obviously you have got players that are coming back, they're rehabbing through camp, and they just sort of they keep themselves to themselves and they sort of rehab by themselves, do what they need yeah. to do. But it's quite it's, it's actually quite nice to see him out on the out on the practice field with the guys, and and like I said, cel- and celebrating you know, a good catch or a good hit or a big hit or you know even if it's a, you know, a good a, a, a good run by like Devonte Smith or um, Clement or whoever, um, actually out there celebrating with the guys and getting involved just shows again that team spirit we've spoken about it shows that culture that we've spoken about. Um, so it's it's nice to see him out there on the field. Uh, whether whether he's uh, obviously ready to go uh, for week one still remains to be seen, and I'm sure that'll be a big big talking point in the lead up to week one. Um, but it's it's nice to see him out there working out with the with the team and uh, and getting involved. Um, obviously, what's impressed you guys so far? What's what's really impressed you about? Um, the the camp so far. I probably have to say again, touching on it, the 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 togetherness there seems to be within the team. You know, players backing each other up. The defense has got each other's back. The offense has got each other's back. People have brought into Joe Judge's um, philosophy that he wants to build, running laps, etc. Unless your name's Benjamin, um, but everyone else has brought into it. You know, I've seen Sterling Shepherd today. He's turned around and said. I've got no issues with it. If you don't like it, they'll be here. Simple. And that's the kind of attitude and mentality that we need. And I think it's great that the vets have got that mentality because the rookies that have come in, I don't know what they did in Georgia or Florida. So I don't know if Tony or Ojalari are possibly used to running laps. Not that I think either of them have had to run laps anyway. But, you know, you bring these young guys in and, you know, you make a mistake and you're being told, right, run a lap. You know, young young guys just made it into the NFL, got money, think they're a big shot now, that they've, they've made it now in life, they're sorted forever. Probably thinking, I don't want to be doing this running crap. I ain't, why am I doing this? So when you've got the likes of Logan Ryan, Blake Martinez, Sterling Shepard, buying into it, that means that they're going to be rubbing off on these young guys, which can only be a positive thing, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, following camp quite closely over the weekend. Um... And like, there's just some really cool, really cool storylines coming out. I mean, like, just a couple of things that just have me a little bit pumped. I'm trying to, I'm trying to calm my enthusiasm. But I mean, uh, one thing that jumps out is Shep. Shep in the slot has just been phenomenal. Apparently, everyone's saying like, um, the thing is, I always said Shep was such a good number two wide receiver um, on in the, but a slot receiver. Um, last year we tried to have uh, Darius um, Slayton on the on on as X outside, and then playing um, Shep on, on as a Z outside <clears throat> with Tate in the middle, and I just felt that it didn't work to their best uh, abilities. And now now we've got Kenny Goldie coming in, who we'll probably touch on in a minute, um, being the proper X, and then allowing Slayton to go to the Z, and then Shep in the slot. He's just been roasting people. To be fair, like you know, everyone's been commenting about just him just with his right running. And we've talked about it as well in the past, saying like he, his, his best asset is his right running. Um, yeah, so like that, that's really good to hear. I'm loving that. Um, another good, another one is Andrew Thomas apparently looks the real deal now. And he's having a really good um, camp as well as, as left tackle. Um, 
Another thing, Pert. Pert looks like an absolute man mountain knight. I mean, he's what, six, seven, six, eight anyway. But he yeah. was slim. He was like a he, sort of like he looked, when, he's boxed out a bit, hasn't he? Oh, when he started college, it all said he looked like a tight end, like a tall, lanky tight end. And he's slowly put on weight and stuff like that. But this this season and off season, he's got thick, like proper thick. And um seen a couple of uh, reps with him as well. It just he's gonna be hard to get around. Like, you know, if he can get his footwork nice um where it needs to be, um, like if you turn around and say, like last year's draft, if we come away with like starting cal starting bookend tackles in the first hundred in the first hundred picks, two of them. Like that's that's some going, that's brilliant. Like, do you know what I mean if we can come away with that? Um so yeah, so like you know, that that's that's got me optimistic. Um I mean, yeah, so there's a, you know, just there's nice good things coming out of camp. I mean the offense as well. Um in the eleven seven on sevens, eleven on elevens, I think um um was it yesterday in the full pads, Daniel Jones went ten for ten. Like, and they were saying how um, it was stuttering and, and leading up to to full pads of the weekend. The yeah. offense was a bit, you know, Daniel Jones was a bit overthrown a few people and stuff yeah, like. It looked a bit rusty at first. Yeah, it looks a bit rusty. Like, it looks like he's kicked off a little bit. I'm, I'm not saying, like, you know, that's him. He's awesome now. But I am saying that that's, this is the type of stuff we want to hear because you know, 10, 10 passes, 10 completions, do you know what I mean? In, in, in drives and stuff. So, um, yeah, so there's a few, few things coming out that I'm like, um, okay. Things are starting to click now. Yeah. Oh, and don't forget um, Ojolari as well, getting reps for the first team. That's what we want to see. Exactly. Like he's he's going to slot straight in as a starter, I think, week one. Um, but what what impressed me, I I liked that um, we had OC and Tuck and Kiwanuka at camp as well. You know, getting those vets in to give the guys a boost, and especially on defense, obviously, three of our well. That should they should be in the Hall of Fame, uh, but they're obviously three of our ex um, defensive linemen coming in um, to camp that day. Uh, it was really good to see. Um, I'm just uh, I'm impressed I'm I'm impressed with the the way that like I said the offense is starting to come along now. I think like I said at first they were rusty, but now things are slotting into place a bit. They're getting that timing down. They're getting those. Those routes are looking a bit sharper. Um, I don't know if you've seen any any of the footage of Tony, but some of his cutting on his routes is just out of this world. Um, he can change it, direction it just, pretty fast, can't he? Unbelievable, man! <laughs> it's ridiculous. Like some of some of these like corners in the in in the league are going to be they're going to be turned around left, right, and center. They're not going to know where he's going to where he is. Um, obviously, there's been a few little injury worries uh, that we've had come out obviously last week Shane Lemieux um, but obviously it's not as bad as what was first first suspected um, I think Kenny Golladay had a slight injury yesterday yeah, big um, hamstring wasn't it yeah tweaked a little tweaked his hamstring a bit um, but again not as not as bad as it's feared just maybe a little bit of sort of little massage yeah. and a bit of rehab the TLC uh, yeah, that's all they need, isn't it? But you expect that, you know, these little sort of small little injuries. Um, and I'm I'm sort of touch wood, fingers crossed, no no serious injuries from through camp. Um, and we come out of it healthy and and ready to go. But uh, just the just the way that it just seems to just seems to be going going quite. Apart from obviously the 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 Royal Rumble, as some people have called it as well. Um, it just seems to be going quite smoothly, and obviously, the the guys that have retired, fair play. See you later. You, you know, you're you're not on the team anymore. But everyone, like you, you read on Twitter, you read on and on any social media, everyone's just focusing on the negatives. It's like let's actually look at the positives and see what's going on. And you realise that this camp, obviously, we didn't have a camp last year, so we have nothing to compare it to from last year. But looking back two years ago to the camp. It looks like a completely different team. I mean, it pro it is a completely different team, but we just look so much more competitive. We have seem to have that motivation, that drive, that desire to what you know. What you hear players all, say all the time is, "Be great." You yeah, know, just 
today's the day to be great you know and, and they you're really seeing that and you're really buying and believe that actually they they believe that they they are gonna be great yeah just to touch on a couple of points there quickly um about the injuries as well i think um i think um joe judge um has trained and um repped these guys um to a certain level where where, where injuries have been mass massively reduced like i think we we had one of the best injury rates um of of of, um, of the league last year through the conditioning and the training that joe judge has implemented and i think you'll see that now so some of these injuries now the small tweaks and stuff like that probably our luck last few years would be acls would be like torn hamstrings would be do you know I mean that there'd be stuff like oh really serious injuries well i think um the regime that we've got now is like um, they're conditioning the players that um, they won't get injured as much. I mean, obviously, you know, you're going to pick up certain injuries, but also going back to the team as well. I think um, we've had we've had two good drafts, I think, and also we've brought in some good quality players in free agency. Um, so our team is is more talented now. If you put talent into this team along with the right work ethic that uh, Joe Judge is trying to implement. Um, I mean, you just, you know, then it comes down to X's and O's. If you've got talent, work ethic, and now if we can get the X's and O's correct, I think we, we, we could be in for a special season. Like, not special, special, as in like, we'll go deep in playoffs, but I do think... We're going to win it all, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would be nice. But I just think, yeah, I just think, you know, we will be a different team to what we've been two years ago. Yeah, man. Um, I mean, I was, I was when I was, I was at work the other day, and um, a guy's, a guy, I, I wear a Giants pin badge on uh, on my lanyard at work, and a guy, a guy that works in uh, in security, said, "Oh, you Giants fan?" I was like, "Well, yeah, I've got a Giants pin badge on me." He's like, "Mate, me too. Like, been a Giants fan since like the since like the eighties, like Super Bowl twenty. I'm like, damn, okay, damn. cool. Just chatting to him, and he was like." I'm I'm so impressed by this team. He said, you know, and this is this is someone I'd never met before. Didn't know as a Giants fan. It was like, what's your take on it? And he was just like, man, it's 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 really positive. Like well, we're looking good. Like he said, I'm not cocky or com- like overly confident. He said, but I am quietly confident that we can do we can have a a really good year this year, really good season. And I was like, if he's thinking that, then you know, it'd be nice to know what other Giants fans are thinking as well. But it just shows that there is a there's a bit of positivity in in Giants fans and, and it's so nice to have. You know, we've been through what four, five, six plus years of mediocre slash poor football. And it's so nice to be coming out the other side of that. You know, we were sort of going through that rebuild phase at one point and it's coming out sort of almost coming out the other side of that now and we've right, we've built that team up now. Let's go out and and be great. Crazy to think that Sterling Shepherd's our longest tenured giant now, isn't it? Um, it's unreal, isn't it? Just to um, just to drop the curse of the podcaster stroke curse of the beat writers. Apparently, Evan Ingram is catching absolutely everything. Yeah, in camp as well. That. I see that. What is she? What do you think about that? <laughs> every year, every year he's just stood in camp, and then the ball gets thrown at him. He don't know what to catch. It pings him off the elm with his inception. It turns into a pick six. Do you say you saying Evan Ingram's a tease? Is that what you're saying? I'm saying he's a camp player. I don't, I don't know mm. what the official word is, but like he's just a studying training camp when it don't matter. And then well, it has know, to matter this year with it being a contract year, doesn't it? Yeah, I think. Yeah, he's 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 always kind of performed in camp, um, and then when it comes to the season, he, the for whatever reason, it doesn't happen for him. Um, I, I I won't read too much into that. The fact that Evan is <laughs> catching everything in camp because you know, you know the jury's still out on him. What can happen with him during the actual season remains to be seen. But he's got a he's got a ball out to to get a new contract, and I think he's going the right way about it to start off with. He's just got to prove it in the regular season. To be fair, I think I'd rather it come out. He's catching nothing in camp. He's dropping everything because then yeah. he might have the effect. And he gets on the field and starts catching everything. But, but then at the same time, he runs the risk of does, is is he 
is he going to lose his job if he has a, if he has a poor camp? Yeah. I mean, I'll be amazed yeah. if he's still on the roster in twelve months' time. We shall see. Yeah, I'd you know, I'd like to see Caden Smith get a bit more reps as well. Like, you know, I haven't heard or seen much of, of what he's up to or, or Levine Tololo. Um to be honest, I, I wouldn't be bothered if Levine Tololo made the roster or not, to be fair at this point. Um I think but, obviously because there's so much on um Evan Engram, I think there's He's 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 going to be taking the ones the whole time from whole way through, and it's it. But it would be nice to see some of the some of the twos reps and see what they're doing, um, especially like yeah positions that are potentially up for grabs. Um, you know, tight ends. You know, is Engram guaranteed to be the number one, or is he? Is there going to be competition coming from behind? Um, yeah, true. Another competition like I'm liking at the moment is um, is that sort of like end of end of depth chart wide receiver like um uh, the Dante Pettis the David, John Ross David, David and Sills. David Sills that's exactly uh, what I'm talking about David Sills has taken his opportunity David, isn't he yeah he's he's having he's obviously he's he's going with the twos I think and he but he's having a good camp so far he's having and a very good camp he's made some really really impressive catches you know he's going up high and getting and um, jumping out, jumping over the corners, jumping over, sitting and getting the, you know, see ball, get ball. Yeah, right. he made a lovely catch in the end zone. Um, was it yesterday? I believe against yeah. Dory Jackson, just absolutely uh-huh. clutched it, picked it out of his hands. Mm-hmm. Just a great, great pass and great catch. To be fair, yeah, no, he's um, he's done well. Um, I think it, it, it's it's nice to see that we're um, we've got that talent. And we've got that depth, um, that squad depth that is talented. The um, thing is, like, we can only see what the Giants put out there, can't we? Like, you know, yeah. they pick and choose the clips they want to put out. So we kind of, kind of can't see um, everything that's going on. And that's why these preseason games are going to be huge. Because we will be able to see if there's... Because, like, you look at John... Apparently, John Ross is having a really solid camp as well. And he's doing well kick return, uh, punt return, kick returns. Um, and that could be a way from him to get on the roster. I mean, don't... Dante Pettis, I thought, ended the season very good for us last year. I thought he, you know, he sort of made some really good catches and was very good yeah. in the run game. Um, so yeah, so that I, you know, and these guys are going to get a lot of snaps, especially because they will they will go easy on Galladay and Sterling Shepard to a certain extent. So um, you know, we'll get to see a lot of these um, Bachman, Stills. You know, we'll get to see a lot of these guys um, um, competing. So. Uh, so we're going to make a name for yourselves, isn't it? Yeah, man. Like these guys, are, like I said, their jobs on the line. They've got to make a name for themselves. Um, and it's yeah, it's just nice to see like the competition. Um, and yeah, just it's it just seems to be a really positive camp so far, apart from the Royal Rumble. Um, even seeing things about um, Rodarius Williams making good interceptions. Mm. It's like you know, rookie corner, rookie corner coming in, seventh round pick coming in, making making interceptions in the end zone. Happy days, you know. It's it's just nice to see. Has anything surprised you so far? Not surprised me. I'm probably just disappointed about not much is coming out in, in regards to like old Jalari. Like I'm, I was hoping we'd get like basically bombarded with old old Jalari stuff, like you know, a daily highlight or something like that. Uh, which isn't a knock on, on the kid, obviously. He's a rookie, he's got to learn. In let's face facts, Patrick Graham's defense is not the A, it's not like learning the alphabet, it's not that easy. It's going to be quite complex, it's going to be quite hard, quite difficult. Um, and also, like, just a little bit disappointed that Zozo Carter had, had been held back a little bit, obviously, a couple of niggling injuries, nothing major, apparently, from what I've read. Um, but obviously, for me, I just think the, the edge is important. We need the edge to perform this year, in my opinion. We can't rely on Leonard Williams solely again to jump up with double-digit sacks, uh, especially when he's only playing it in the front three and not rushing off the edge. Um, so it, it's not kind of... I just want to see more of that content out there. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, I think not, nothing disappointing as such. Um, I, I do think a lot of it will be okay, let's get to these preseason games. Let's see some sacks. Let's see, not some sacks, let's see some snaps, sorry, from everyone. Um, 
And I'd love to hear some honest commentary post games from from coaches regarding, like you know, you know, did they execute what 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 was out there? Because it'd be interesting to see, like, if there's any blown coverages on the back end. Um, you know, if there's any, uh, I want to see, I want to see Ojulari beat. It might, it might go against backup tackles. But I want to see him beat them. Do you know I mean yeah. if he's gonna if he's gonna go make a make a splash in this uh, in this league? He's got to like beat up on on some of the some of the backup um sc- uh, backup tackles in the league, but um yeah I mean again we can only go by what's being put out there. Um, I'm glad um fans the fan fest is going on. When's that? Is that next weekend or is that this weekend or something? We go fan fest where fans are allowed in. I mean, God, one year that'd be so cool to go this to, week. wouldn't it? Like this weekend. Yeah, I think it's this weekend. But so um. So it is starting to ramp up now. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, I'd like, I'd like to hear like Martinez, right? Martinez is just back from um, COVID protocols yesterday. Yeah, I thought that was a perfect opportunity to to to, to for pe- players like Tay Crowder and stuff um, to to cement that number two spot beside him. Now, I haven't heard much either for, about um, Tay Crowder about other linebackers. I know Raglan's on the pop at the moment as well. He should be yeah, coming yeah. back off that soon. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so so I'm, I'm like I'm, I would have liked to have hear, heard some rumblings about oh this linebacker stood out or this linebacker made a play and, and I haven't really heard much of that either. No, and obviously like you said they they they're going with you know limited storylines they can release from it, um, and I'm sure we will see more from um, players that we haven't heard from so far. You know, um, but what one thing I'm surprised obviously not surprised necessarily by but. Um, Ryan Santoso is doing well as well in the kicking game. Is uh, he kicking, kicking and punting, or have you just heard from kicking? It's just 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 from kicking. I mean, he he made five out of five the other day, including two from fifty plus. Nice. Um, and then, you know the the talk is obviously he's a he's a NFL start you know caliber kicker. So it's kind of who do we go with Santoso or um or Gano? I think we'll go with Gano because of his experience. Yeah, seasoned vet, isn't he? Absolutely. But Santoso, he's 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 going to get a job somewhere if he's impressing like he is. Um, you know, it, it. I'm just, I'm just, I'm not. I wouldn't really say I'm disappointed about anything. I'm just disappointed that we haven't seen more of more footage from camp. I'm just, you know, you want to see as much as possible. Really, you want to see all the footage come out. You want to see all the news. You want to see every press conference. But there's obviously only so much they can release. Um, and I think I'm just I'm just surprised at how we seem to be working together as one sort of big cohesive unit as a t- of a team. Um, and I'm I'm so I'm just surprised that the um, the league didn't pick the Giants for Hard Knocks because what a great season of Hard Knocks it would have been so far, right? Oh my God! Like like Shin said, man, it's just the, the producers and stuff. Then I felt probably kicking themselves, and I said. Ah, uh, they probably they might have tried to get us, you know, because we we we, we yeah. weren't an eligible team. Yeah, you know, the Mars would have just said no to it. Yeah, very true. Like you know, and they carry so much power and weight within the league. But yeah, I mean, it would be cool being able to watch it but in hard knocks. One of my arguments are always has always for for um, hard knocks, obviously, is to show what a decent, genuine, professional organization looks like from the inside. Yeah, and. I mean, thinking back over the years over Hard Knocks, who who have you seen on there on on that program that's been a professional, decent, hardworking organization across all levels? Not many, to be fair. Exactly, I can't think of one. And you know, the I I I think they missed a trick there. I'd have as much you know. We're Giants fans, so we'd have loved to see them on Hard Knocks. But to see the Cowboys for the third time on there, it's like, oh, come on. You know, people are fed up of America's team. We don't want to see them on there anymore. Um, Cowboys fans are obviously happy with it, but give us someone new to watch. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and the fact that we 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 had a poor year last year. Well, I say a poor year. Not really, not necessarily a poor year, but we obviously didn't win a division. We didn't. We weren't where we wanted to be. And to show that step up and that move into 
into this year and all of the new faces we've been we've brought in you know there's been so much talk about how the players we brought in in this off season have been of a really high caliber and it would have been nice to see that broadcast on national tv on national television um you know there's still there's still obviously the uh uh, all or nothing on Amazon, which I don't think has been decided for this year yet. Well, that'd be, um, that'd be addressing. That'd be if good. It, if it has been, obviously, it, it'll be being. I'd, al- I'd almost prefer that, you know. Absolutely, just to see the season from start to finish, you know. Yeah. Um. So maybe yeah, watch this space, but I I just think the the Maras are so traditional and old school. They don't want the distraction of that in the building. They just want to focus on you know and. and it's a, maybe it maybe it's a blessing in disguise that we didn't get picked for it, so we can focus on football and not have to worry about the cameras being there on our faces. That is true. Nice we all know it's such a big season for us this year. Yeah, it would have been nice to see, but we'll let we'll let Dallas have a spotlight as usual, as they always do at this time of season, because everyone's always on their back on the on the Cowboys bandwagon, thinking they're going to win it all. So when was the last time we won it all, Dallas? Not not in, not in my mind. Well. I'd say not in my lifetime, not in my time that I've been a, a football fan, and that's getting close to two decades now. So, see you later, Dallas. Jog on. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I'd love to like, like, like we said. So, we're playing them this year, right? Obviously, but we're playing them on what was it, the seventeenth of October? Yep. So we're playing them on seventh. No, the tenth. Sorry, the tenth of October, nine twenty-five kickoff. Well, that's the same day as the first London game. Yeah, yeah. Like so, I'm I'm buzzing because I'm obviously trying to get tickets to both London games, but then knowing that the likelihood of that game being on Sky is very very high. Um, oh yeah. Oh, if we could, what a day that would be going out to see um, the London game first, and then um, heading back to beat up on the old uh, the Cowboys, eh? Live on Sky. Yeah, man. I'm sure there'd be plenty of cow cowgirls fans in the Hippodrome as well. <laughs> So that that would be quite fun. No, I'd be well up for that. I think we've discussed it before. I'd be well up for that. Um, yeah, I'm I'm just I'm just happy so far with camp. I think it's been really interesting, really intriguing, and I'm looking forward to the next two and a half, three weeks. Yeah, I do like I do like the fact that you know you hear things come out saying the offense isn't really firing, the defense is winning everything to begin with, and the the the, the non padded practice. And then get reports back out. Oh, the 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 offense is winning some now because what you want is you want that you want defense to win some, offense to win some. You don't want one side of the ball to be so dominant yeah. that you know you feel going into the season. Oh God, you know one side of the ball is going to be carrying us this year. You want it to be like evenly split, really. Um, and at the moment, we know our defense is better than our offense, so it's just good to hear that you know um, we're starting to string together some some consistent performances from the offense. Yeah, I mean, obviously, like we've already started making some moves and cutting the dead weight out, and cutting, you know, obviously the whole um, uh, Benjamin situation. Obviously, whatever happened there. I mean, I read something the other day that he was stealing food from the team facility and taking it home. That was they, that. That was that. That was a that was a joker kind. And he and he got and he and he got he got cut for that, and I thought, no, that can't be true. But um, one of the one of the one of the reputable podcasters and beat writers fell for it and re and retweeted it out amazing. and quoted it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just it just seems like we're just focused on being that team that we know like that team we know we we've got the talent to be and we wanna do everything we possibly can to get there. Um and it's just looking it's just looking really good. I mean, I, I, again, I, I'm just reading through Twitter now, just as we're talking, and there's tweets going out. The Giants organization is a total mess right now. Training camp is being run like a shock camp, and it's like, are you seeing what I'm seeing? Like, or what? What are you? What's going on? You know, the fact obviously three players are retired. Well, that's nothing. That's not really anything. Is that anything on the Giants as an organization? Or are they just retiring because they don't want to play the game anymore? Yeah. Um, you, just, Twitter, Twitter can be Twitter can be a bad, bad place sometimes. Let's. It's, it's, but it's so funny reading through some of the tweets, and you're just like, for God's sake! Me, here we go again. Like, 
people that are on the outside looking in. So you've got some beat writer for yeah. the Texans, for the Jags, for the Seahawks that looks on Twitter and says, Oh, Giants have been scrapping. And that's all that that's all they know. They don't know anything else. They don't know what Chef and Martinez and Solder are saying after well, before practice and after practice in regards to the coaches' methods and how much they brought into it. They don't see none of that. Plus, let's face facts then it's not going to gain retweets and likes and followers for their account and whatever companies they represent if it's not pointed out to be in a bad way. You know, if they say, Giants had a little bit of a bump, but players are brought into it. There's no problems. Not, everything's all fine in New York. No one's going to be bothering retweeting or liking or following the account. The only way they're going to get that feedback is by putting controversial stuff out there and stuff that's going to get them followers by saying, you know, that it's going to right. Hundred percent agree. It's just all clickbait, and it's just, it's, but it's laughable at the same time though, because it just, it just makes you think if you actually genuinely knew what's going on in there, you know, it's, it, yeah, it just makes me laugh, just makes you laugh, um, and people going on about what sort of campus Joe Judge running, like he's obviously lost, like lost the team completely, and I'm just laugh, um. But what like what I've genuinely seen from camp, I'm impressed by. I'm 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 enjoying it so far. I'm not. I mean, I'm following it day to day. I'm like I'm looking up sort of head like news about camp day to day. I'm not sort of following it in depth, too in depth, because obviously life gets in the way sometimes. But I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I said I'm I'm fairly happy so far, and I think the whole Royal Rumble brawl thing that happened is is a good sign rather than a bad sign. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I, I just, I love Joe Judge, man. I'm bought in. I'm 100% bought in. I think, you know, what he's doing, and the players are as well. Um, I mean, like, even when he drafted, was it, when he drafted Tony, didn't he ring Shepard straight away afterwards and says, look, he's not coming in to replace you. We're just adding talent to the wide receiver core. Like, yeah. I think that's a nice touch. I mean, I mean, I think Aaron Rodgers might have wanted a wee phone call like that, you know, when the kid came to the draft last season. Yeah, it's quite interesting seeing him to show, seeing him show up at camp after, uh, you know, how many, how many months holding out to for a new contract, and then did you see his press conference as well? No, oh, I didn't get a chance to watch it. Now he he basically tore the pack as a new one. Did you have you seen Ray? Have you seen? Have you seen? You know, like every off season um, or every season, teams have a slogan like a like a a mantra, like you know. Yeah, yeah. The season. Have you seen what the Giants is this year? And they're wearing T-shirts with the slogan on it. It's fight, isn't it? It's fight. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so funny. Like after what happened yesterday, like yeah, it's it's. It, I mean, it couldn't be more apt, really, could it? Yeah. Um, you know, fight. Yeah, fight. Fight to be great. Fight to you know make the team. Fight to fight for that team. Yeah, fight big for time. Um, and yeah, I like it, man. It's. I'm looking forward to getting the season rolling. I'm looking forward to that first that first preseason game next weekend and seeing what this team can do, seeing what the depth of this team can do. Um, you know, I'm not necessarily too bothered about the result. Oh, 100%. Please, and also listeners, please, don't look at the score, Absolutely. right, really. Watch the game and look at plays. Look yeah. at what they're trying to execute on offense and defense. And, um, yeah, just, 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 just watch that. Um because this, you know yourself, like the, the score literally doesn't mean anything in this game. Yeah. These I games, think that's what people can get caught up on that. They'll look at the, they'll look at the box score. They'll go, oh, we lost by four scores. Like must have been a rubbish game. Whereas actually, if you look back at, you know, every single play that on offense, every single play on defense, and you see actually, you know what? There's some, you know, great great plays by rookies in there, or new or new guys that have come in have made plays. That's what we're looking for in preseason. We're not looking for a result. Like I said, it'd be nice to beat the Jets. Always is nice to beat the Jets, but I mean, I, I couldn't care. I couldn't care if we lost, if we lost fifty to nothing. As long as long as you, these guys gave hundred and ten percent, they balled out. They made some plays, you know, and 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 they impressed. I mean, yeah, obviously the score. If it was that bad a score, that it, it wouldn't be. It wouldn't be great, but I can't see that happening. I can't see being. I can't see us being blown out by anyone at any point in time because. Our defense is so good, but yeah, week one obviously preseason the Jets next weekend. Um, looking to see, looking forward to seeing what the uh, 
the second the second and third string guys can do um because we we all know that the the, the ones are going to get probably the first series maybe the first quarter and then after that it's all going to be second and third string guys on the field um earning like are trying to get trying to earn their job at the end of the day um just quickly what um go through like the position groups like say for example like running back o-line wide receivers tight end i think pick one depth player that you're interested in seeing so if i go first right so what what running back would both of you are interested to see in the preseason games there's only one in there yeah who would agree no, oh, our mate Gary. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> okay, sorry. My bad. Okay, that's not this one. He cut a bit out. He didn't say Devontae Booker. I am looking forward to seeing Devontae Booker to see what he can do because we know he's going to be he's going to be number one yeah. back up to Saquon. Um, but yeah, I just want to see what our mate Gary can oh, do. We have to see what our mate Gary does. Okay, then. So oh, move on, Gary. Ball, Pick ball a, wide out. a wide receiver each. Which depth wide receiver are you looking forward to seeing? Gotta be David Sills for me. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing David Sills. I'm I'm also looking to see I'm looking forward to seeing what John Ross does, you know. Um but like because obviously he's been doing a lot in the return game, I'm looking forward to seeing if that starts if that actually works and this and he's and he starts working. And I'm seeing seeing if he gets any reps actually as as a receiver as well, seeing what he can do um as yeah. a wide out as well. But yeah, my yeah. pick would be be John Ross or Dante Pettis, the two Washington Huskies. Um, I think I want to see if the return game translates, and I want to see if um, he will get he will get reps at wide receiver. I want to see what his right running. I want to see. I want. I want to watch the film and guess what right he runs and see if he runs it well. Just stuff like that. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. But then tight end, then tight end. What backup tight end? Looking forward to see. Caden Smith. Smith. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say back up, back up tight end. I'm looking this forward to see is Evan Ingram. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. No, definitely you're right. Caden Smith as well for me. I think like like we've talked about it in the podcast before. I think he's got all the attributes to be solid, um, and I want to see us use him in his rookie season. We used him quite a lot, and he produced, um, and we didn't use him that much last season, which I was a bit annoyed about. So I'm looking forward to see him. Right, so go on then. Let's look at offensive line. Just pick one offensive lineman, any any of the five positions that you're looking for. Just keep it a, a little eye on in the preseason games. Um, for me, I don't know if he's going to be classed as a depth chart, but he, he would have been if we'd have recorded this about two weeks ago. And that's going to be Kenny Wiggins, who's been stepping in for Shane Lemieux, um, just to see can he can he step up if. Lemieux isn't back in time for the start of the season or if there's any other problems on the O-line. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm looking forward to seeing Matt Pert, you know. Just obviously the fact that he has bulked up, he has put on some weight and he's put on some healthy weight by the looks of it um, to see if it, if it makes him a different player to what he, what we have seen of him already. Um but also, I'm looking like, uh, yeah, I think yeah. Zach Fulton, I'm kind of looking forward to seeing as well. I mean, I know yeah, see, see, there's, there's a few actually I'm looking forward to. See. I mean, I want to see what Nate Solder's like. See if he's still got a little something yeah. about him. Um, but also, my boy about Nate Solder because he, he obviously wasn't in the team last year. Um, but yeah, it'd be nice to see a seasoned vet back in the back in the back on the line. Yeah, definitely. Like, you know, Carl Murphy, I want to see him in interior, see, see what he's got about him. Um, all right, on to the interior defensive line. Who would you like to see depth-wise? Um, um, BJ Hill for me, I think. See what he, see what he can do. Either yeah, for me, it'd be like Macintosh. Yeah. Nice. Both them players in contract years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm yeah, looking forward to seeing Austin Johnson as well because he's a absolute beast. But yeah, yeah. Uh, BJ, who I'm, I'm intrigued, what he obviously coming into that contract year, he's got to prove himself. Yeah, true. BJ Hill be my pick actually as well. Okay, outside linebackers, pass rushers. Um, 
So again, I'm, go I'm a little bit go, deeper. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to I'm going to go for Cam Brown. Um, he can play a bit of inside as well, but I think he might play more on the outside. Um, so yeah, I mean, nothing to do with him being Penn State at all. He's just someone who you know I liked what I saw at times last year, um, and he's someone I'm obviously because he's Penn State as well. But he's someone who I hope can kick on to the next level. Yeah, for me, I think it's rookie Ellison Smith. Um, I just like I, it, from what the film I've seen of him. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do. Um, I think he's 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 fighting for his place in the team. Um, obviously, as a rookie, he's he's got no experience in the league, and it'll be nice to see that fresh face on on the um, outside linebacker. I think he he, he looks like he could be a, a sneaky sort of in the back door trying and getting into that 53 but yeah I want to see what he can do um, and also Odenigbo as well that was going to be my pick Ophidio Odenigbo he, I think um, I think he'd be a very solid player for us and I'm looking forward to seeing him out in the field um, what about interior linebacker middle linebacker I'm going to cheat here oh. I'm going to go for a player that he's an outside linebacker but we believe he's going to be transitioning to inside and that's Carter Coughley um, that was my pick. He, nice. he, looked, he looked, he looked good. At, he looked good at times. What, what we saw last year, he showed he can get to the quarterback with the stats that he had in college. I think the year we drafted him, did he have the most sacks or the second most sacks in his league or something ridiculous like that? Um, so I'd be interested to see if he's going to transition into that inside linebacker, and hopefully he can create that competition with uh, Tay Crowder for the starting role. Nice. How about you, Dan? Mate, I was going to go with him as well. Um, I, I'm looking forward, obviously, with Ragland's um, not... He's on the pup list at the moment, isn't he? So, obviously, Tay Crowder could step into that um, second inside backer. I'm looking... I, I want to see Tay Crowder improve and, and become... I'd like to. I'd like for him to to for push to push for the start um, in front of Ragland. And I think he's, he's got the capability to do so. Uh, so I'm looking forward to, to seeing him in, in the preseason as well. Nice. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing what Kill Garrett's got about him. Um, here's some good things about him. Um, played for the Vikings, I believe. Still very, very young. Um, went to University of Missouri. I think he's only 23 when the season kicks off. So um, he'd be my pick. Still young. Yeah, exactly. Um, Another one, just keep an eye on potentially as well. I don't think he'll make the 53. But TJ Brunson, he'll probably get a lot of snaps in, in pre-season games as that sort of probably third string in all fairness. So he might just be a good depth, depth player to keep an eye on. Yeah, good call. Okay, now the sexy position, cornerback. What depth cornerback are you looking forward to seeing? Got it. Well, I don't know if he's kind of going to be depth, but I imagine he's going to be starting beyond Darnay Holmes. So I've got to go Aaron Robinson. I've... The more I watch about this kid, the more I absolutely love him. I, I, I kind of hope we can somehow see... I mean, I don't know how you're going to do it. On, on the field, I want to see Bradbury, Jackson, Holmes, Robinson, Peppers, Ryan, McKinney, Love. <laughs> That's eight DBs. You can't get eight DBs you on the what? field. If we, just, if we just play just play three, three down linemen and eight DBs... That's it. It's all day long, mate. It's <laughs> yeah. the future. Just get McKinney and Peppers as linebackers. Yeah, man. Yeah, but Aaron Robertson, I think he's, I think he really could be. Everyone's, everyone's saying old July could be the steal of the draft, but I don't sleep on Aaron Robinson. Quite special. Robinson does yeah. look quite special. Yeah, Definitely. good call. What about you, Dan? Um, he was going to be my shoe and my my pick as well. Um, I'm I'm looking obviously Radarius Williams, the rookie as well. Um, you see, I've seen a little bit of good things come out of camp about him so far. So looking forward to seeing what he can do. Um, just the the DBs are such a solid unit, man. I, I'm 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 looking forward to seeing what all the depth pieces can do. You know, Quincy Wilson. I mean, I think the only one I'm not really looking forward to seeing what we can do is Sam Beal, and I don't think he'll be given much much opportunity considering what he's he's you know, in the, in my, the past. my pick was going to be Sam Beal. I just want to see something. I just show me something. Like, yeah. why do we spend the? What was it? Um, why are you still on this team? Yeah, like, like, I, I, yeah, I need to. I, I'm interested to see. 
what he's like on the on a football field because ha- we haven't seen much of it to be honest. So I just want to see that. But that leaves us with the safeties. Um, I, I, I don't want to say I, I could go for McKinney, but he's not really a depth player. But I'll, I'm interested to see uh, one your boy, um, Joy, Julian Love. Love. I just want to see where he fits. Apparently, he's looked good in camp, but he's been lining up all over the place. So I'm just interested to see where he actually lines up. I'd like to see him play a little bit more outside cornerback because I do believe he can play that position. Um, whereas a lot of fans don't believe that he can. I think he's either a slot or a safety, but I think he can play outside corner. But again, he gives us that versatility that he can play either the safety positions outside or the slot. Um, so yeah, Julian Love's probably going to have to be my pick from the safeties. Yeah, Love or Kalu. I think Kalu looks like an interesting um, option we've got at safety. I think he he could he could he's a good depth piece. I think it'd be nice to see what he can do. Is Kalu the one that came over from the Titans? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, see, I'm interested to see what he's about as well. Like, so obviously he. Oh, so we just signed that guy. Was it Jordan Peters as well? Yeah. So they'd be my two picks. Kalu and Peters, I'd like to see, um, you know, what they've got. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, he came over from the Titans, yeah. Um, I, I'm just looking forward to seeing camp. <laughs> seeing the first preseason game, I'm looking forward to seeing these de- all these depth guys we just talked about. Roll on, roll on next weekend for me. Well, there you go. That's, uh, that's our view of camp so far. Um let us know what you think. Let us know who you're excited to see in the first preseason game. Um, obviously, we said don't look at the score because the score is going to be irrelevant. Look at who's, look at the individual. Look at the individual performances. Who stood out? Um, and let us know your thoughts on uh, on who you're looking forward to seeing in that first preseason game that is next weekend. We'll probably be back before that um, to discuss the preseason game. Um, but let us know who you're looking forward to seeing. Obviously, we are less than 40 days now until opening weekend. That's less than six weeks, gents. Pre-season week one, like I said, is next weekend. We are that close to Giants football being back again. We are in the last weekend until, touch wood, we hope, at the beginning of February without Giants football. Um, I think the Hall of Fame games this weekend, isn't it? That's correct, Saturday night. Getting live football back on our television screens once again for the first time in six months. I don't know about you guys, but I can't wait. Uh, yeah, the Hall of Fame it. game is obviously just a uh, just a show, but every year I just watch it because it's football. I don't care who's playing. I don't care what the score is. I don't care what players are actually on the field. I just watch it because football is back on my TV screen. Um Anything you guys want to add before we go? Uh, just one quick thing from me. Obviously, posted a tweet out last night, New York Giants um, fantasy football. So, Big Blue UK and Ireland podcast, Fantasy Football League. Hit us up if you want to join in. I think we've got about 12 at the minute. It's not limited to just English, uh, UK-based or Irish-based. You know, if you're in Germany, Australia, America, get involved. Um, it's not either solely we're, based on Giants fans. In Ireland, but we're international, guys. Get on it. Exactly. Sorry, Shane. Um, no entry fee, free to enter, no more than 16, and the winner will get Giants memorabilia of some sort to be decided. Um, so, you know, chance to win something Giants-related that's not going to cost you anything. You get to the fancy football, you get to draft. What can be better than that? And you get to... Uh play with us guys right oh yeah exactly might, might even get a uh, get 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 the winner on as a guest ep- uh, guest one of the episodes as well in the future yeah, why, not? why not maybe get like maybe get like a, a, a trophy or something as well made for the winner of the league overall i know you can buy the trophies online from the actual nfl fantasy website but they're a ridiculous amount and i don't think they ship to the uk I think like 150 bucks or something like that, which is stupid. So we can just get a cheap trophy made and cost us 20 quid. But yeah, yeah, get on it. Get on fantasy. We we love some fantasy here at Big Blue UK and Ireland. So we want you to come and join us in our fantasy league. 
Um, obviously, draft date I don't believe has been set yet, but obviously, no, well, nothing's been set up yet. But we'll once we've got the full 16, we'll set up a draft date um, and yeah. we look forward to playing fantasy with you guys, our listeners. Um, Kev, anything to add? No, no, I think we covered a lot today with camp. Um, looking forward to seeing what the next few days bring. Um, we have we have live Giants football next weekend, which I'm buzzing about. Um, yeah, so let's get on. on. Let's get it on. Nice. Winner, winner. Let's get on week two of camp. Week two, week one of preseason. Let's go, Giants. Um, remember, get in touch with us via Twitter at BigBlueUKIRL. Uh, let us know what you're looking forward to during camp. Ask us a question. Recommend a college team for me because I'm going to be picking my college team very, very soon. Um, or just hit us up if you want to have a chat, if you want to talk Giants football. We'll happily talk to you. Um, obviously, my thanks as usual go to both of you uh, for joining me and to you, the listeners, for tuning in and putting up with our three voices for the last hour while we talked all about camp. Um, tune in next time when we talk more camp and pre season game one. Uh, signing off until next time. Go, Go Giants! Giants.